Welcome to the Independent Mouth. I am your host, Anthony. And uh, today, I got with me a buddy, a pal, a friend. I got John Jeffers here. He is the uh, creator and owner of uh, CRN. And that is a, a, a podcasting platform network that uh, has invited the Independent Mouth uh, into their uh, loving family. And uh, we're happy to say that we are now in there streaming we're there you can listen to us there if need be john how the hell are you man how are you anthony hey thanks for having me guys i'll tell you we love having the independent mouth on crn i'm telling you now we're getting even more downloads than we were before thank you (laughs) (laughs) that's a big compliment man no i appreciate that i like the only thing we want to do is we want to spread and have fun you know add some diversity out there and yeah i think that the public especially is really going to dig what we have going on today, some of the, you know, the content and topics that we're going to talk about um, and really go into not the weeds, man. We want to really bring people up and educate them, especially they're going to have some time over this weekend. And I think over the next couple months, there is going to be a lot of information that's coming yeah. out, a lot of stuff that you have to parse, a lot of information that you really need to do your homework or have your own independent thoughts, right? So John, what, what is your forecast? It's going to be a busy next couple months but i mean you know how are you planning to handle this man because i i it it's going to be explosive and pretty crazy over the next 45 60 days there's so many things in play right now whether you're watching uh election recounts whether you're watching the reopenings of economies across the country and you know you and i talked before the show and i gotta tell you this whole covid thing has been so politicized no one knows what the truth is anymore. I mean, we had stuff like, we used to be, myself, I thought, you know, the CDC, if it's gospel what they say. Now, they have no credibility with me whatsoever. It's like, what is going on? You don't even know what the truth is. And like you said, not only are listeners have to go out there and parse, they're going to, have to do their homework. They're going to have to truly sit there and think, okay, is this really true? Is this really real? It's, it's abs. And we got, and I'm going to tell you right now, you, you know, thank God we got Anthony here. Another voice of reason. Sometimes I got to play the voice of reason when I got uh, Boyle and Lowry on and they're going off you know, the rails. I said, I will be the voice of reason. Thank mm-hmm. God. I got a partner in crime. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look, this was this was always the mission. This was always what I envisioned, no matter what, was to go down the middle, right? So just as a for people who may be listening to me for the first time or really don't know the origins of where I came from, I was never a big person who wanted to vote. Never. And the reason why was I didn't give a shit, right? Like, and that was as true as I could possibly be when I was growing up. I had a lot of, you know, look, I had heart disease. I, I always had a heart problem. I was playing hockey, right? Like, it, like politics wasn't my, it, it, it didn't register. I didn't care, okay? Uh, once I had come out to California in 2008, and I was starting then, you know, my wife gets pregnant at that time. It was my girlfriend. Right. And so she gets pregnant and then we end up getting married and we, and we have my son. Uh, that's when things changed for me. Right. I started because now you're looking at other things. And before that, it's like, 
you got to worry about me. What do I care if I can't do this? I could find a way around it, right? Like, so very selfishly, not in my backyard, right? So it was not effective. Well, now I got a kid, I got a family. Now it's in my backyard, okay? So I remember when my son was born, we were in the hospital, and that's when Obama had gotten uh, bin Laden because my son is born on April 30th. So oh. the timeline, if you look, right, from when all of those talks were coming, and I was standing in the hospital, my son, you know, being was being born. And, you know, the stuff is coming across the news that, you know, bin Laden had been taken. And for a second, I'm just like, I just kind of don't believe it. I was in New York in 2001. So I was there. I just moved out of, you know, quote unquote, New York City, about an hour north into Dutchess County. And the towers fell. My uncle was down there. His girlfriend was in the Applebee's restaurant in the World Trade Center. So he was he was the guy who went and picked up the money. You know, he was in the armored cars and right. he was driving the armored cars there. So there's a lot of history. So a lot of things changed for me. And then I had open heart surgery, right, in 2000 and, in 2004. So understand... As I'm watching these things take place, I'm watching Bush come in. I'm watching all these people anyway. It just, things weren't making sense, right? They just, it did not feel the way I felt growing up in the 80s, early right. 90s, right? Just the world was making a change. And so you had seen that. When did it happen for you where you got where, hey, I really need to start looking into things? When did that happen for you? Great question, man. I got to tell you, first of all, you, you don't look like a hockey player because you got all your teeth. Oh, yeah. So. No, no, no. Some scars. <laughs> some scars. We got some scars. <laughs> Let's see, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I got to tell you, you know, when, it, when did it start to change for me? Okay. Before I started the Compton Radio Network, um, my buddy and I were talking. And he, he was a high school history teacher. And I mean, he's one, of, he's one of those conservatives that all he wants to do when you're with him is talk politics. It's like, I can't take it anymore, man. No, no. Got to get a different interest. So I said, you know what? I don't like what I'm seeing here. Some things just aren't, like you said, 2001. It's like, who, first of all, who in the hell thinks it's a good idea to attack the United States. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I could, okay. And then it's starting to play out. Mm -hmm. And um, okay, before I go on, I got a true story for you. True story oh, alert. True story. Father-in-law is an Alabama farm boy, right? Born and raised on the farm in Alabama. He's up here in the tyranny state of Illinois. And he sits there. We're in the bar just before Bush comes on the TV, right? It's dead silent. The bar is packed. My father-in-law is sitting behind me. My wife's sitting next to me. We're at the bar. And uh, all of a sudden, we hear, people don't mind being hijacked. They just don't like landing on the 95th floor. I said, oh, good God. Are you kidding? I said, Dad, did you just say that? He goes, they don't mind going to Cuba. I said, Dad, really? <laughs> I mean, this is how. And I think because he was much older. Yeah, you know, he was born in what 47, 48. Yeah. So he's much older. And um, I'm thinking to myself, if he's thinking this, 
he's nervous because normally he doesn't say anything like that, but he just blurted it out. And it's like, okay, something's really wrong here. Yes, I remember when bin Laden was gotten, you know, and they took him out. And I'm thinking, well, it's about damn time. What the hell are they waiting for? This should have been done a long time ago. And like you said, growing up in the 80s and the 70s myself, we grew up under the nuclear umbrella. Yeah. The nuclear umbrella protection. That's what we grew up. You know, today it's like, you know, you tell you talk to the kids you know, about Conrad. They're saying, what's Conrad? And you have to go back and explain to them. If you're not a child of the Cold War, you have no idea what the hell it is. But... No, but here's the thing. History is being, being suppressed in the sense of the stories are not being given in full context. And the problem's, bigger, the problem's bigger than that because then you have the partisanship with the school districts. And, and oh. I was on somebody's show the other day and I just said, teachers just need to shut up and teach. And I mean that with all due respect, cause I have no, nothing I but the utmost respect for them, but your job is not to teach my kid, your vision. Your job is to teach the full vision. And if you never care to talk to that student again, because they went a different way, that's the whole purpose. We don't have guidance counselors anymore. We don't have leadership for students, whether you're male or female. We don't have the, we're not bridging the gaps. We're expecting these huge leaps from elementary school to high school, from high school to college or high school to professionalism. And everybody thinks they're going to be a star sports player with something at the end of it. And if you, if you look back and I've screamed about this time and time again on my show, look what's happening to the kids where, Look, I understand what happens with kids in sports. My son's in sports. I played sports my entire life. I under, actually understand the reasoning for giving a trophy. Right. right? I actually understand it. For people who don't, for people who want to scream about it, let me take two seconds and explain this. As a child, <laughs> it is important that you succeed and understand. I get it. But when you teach the kids that the whole team lost, now you're setting them up to be able to work for each other, work as teams and environments, but we've gone away from that. That's why there's something called a second place trophy. Right. You got second place as a team, but here's the problem. Parents don't know how to parent now. So oh. the parents are pissed off. Therefore, the kids are pissed off. Please continue. What they want is what they want is they want equality of outcome, not equality of opportunity. When you're on a team, you're on a team. Either you're successful or you're not. Team building exercises work. It teaches you how to work with other people. Conflict resolution, which Conflict is something they're not doing. How many times have we played out? football? And you knew some guy was dogging it on the offensive line who wasn't, he wasn't putting on his yep. first. And next thing you're yelling at each other, you're carrying on. You know what? That's okay. I don't want, you know, I yeah. pulled my, my ex-wife and I pulled our uh, daughter out of uh, public school at a very mm -hmm. early age. We said, we saw the indoctrination. We said, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Just teach, teach math. Yeah. That's important. Teach science. 
teach her how to read and we'll do the rest. And, you know, don't worry about the moral things. That's our job. And we finally pulled her and put her in a private, uh, we put her in a private school, then a private Christian school where she yes. has, where she thrived. And, you know, now she's living, she's traveling the world right now on her own dime. Wow. So, well, listen, you, you want to laugh. I'll tell you this, because, because as to what you said, we had our kid in a private Christian school. The prices are just, it, it becomes exuberant after it's like, oh, it's, you know, pulling a second mortgage. Okay. It's a true sacrifice. It is. It is. And we had him into a public school. We hated it. And it yeah. was just because of, of how the whole thing was. It had nothing to do with whether or not they could su suffice and teach the kid. They were just super sloppy. Oh. And, and it was like, we're like, no. And there was a couple things that, that had taken place. So, we got him into a, a a prep school, which which he goes into, and it, it's on the state dime. You know, he he's in there, and it's wonderful, and he gets to have a, a great time, and he loves it. And here's the best part: he got a a black male teacher, and then he has a white older uh, teacher who's like terrible with technology, right? So we we always have to explain things. She's like, I didn't get your assignment. He's like, I did the assignment, right? So. Uh, <laughs> The, the 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 lady teacher showed up to one of his baseball games to yeah. support him right when he was playing his playoff games i'm like who the hell does that now <laughs> and the black male teacher and i say that on purpose because everyone thinks that we have to have this huge issue has had yeah. numerous conversations with myself my wife and the family i want to push your son he worked with you know kids troubled kids and and everything else he's like it's not that your son's troubled no. but who the hell else is going to push him if I'm not pushing him or somebody else isn't pushing him because we see that. So I don't want your kid going down a path of just thinking, well, I'm smart. It's easy because that's the way it is in school. Now, if you have some brains, so right. it, I say that on purpose because I love that black man. And I constantly say that. And I think that people need to understand that this is, we're not dealing with racism in that sense. We are dealing with incompetence not racism, not pure hatred. And there's it, a difference. It, there's a big difference. And politics preys on incompetence. So oh, yes. that's why you and I are here, obviously. That's why we're doing what we're doing. But yeah, go ahead and have fun with it because I already see the wheels spinning as you're going. When you said incompetence, you know, politics breeds incompetence. I'm thinking, well, that kind of explains Congress. All right. <laughs> Well, see, that, that that's a whole other Washington joke. Washington, D.C. as a whole. <laughs> no, when you when you were saying what you were saying before, um, which is extremely interesting, and I was saying it as well, we saw these, these different pivot points in our life or different crossroads where we said, that doesn't make sense, or this doesn't make sense, right? So I had felt for a long time, Clinton, right? I remember going back because I made nothing but jokes about it with him and Monica Lewinsky. Like, that's all we did in high school, oh, right? Okay. We just, it was red it, meat. I mean, it was like all over me. You know, Monica Lewinsky, blah, blah, it's blah. Red right? meat we, dangling in the wolf's den. And I wasn't <laughs> even thinking about it. But then I'm like, how that went down? Wait a second. Okay. September 11th. Oh, like, we're the United States. How does this happen, right? So, how does this happen? For, for about 10 years, that I never was bringing it up to people because I didn't want to cause a problem. But in my head for 10 years, I just went, how does that happen? Then social media breaks out. Oh, wow. This is fun. 
right? I remember saying it even through like 2014, 2015. But I had gotten my game design degree then. So I had learned about essentially predatory gaming and, and gamification and engagement, right? And, and the ways to spark that in the addictive personalities because that's why people continue to buy video games, which you ask yourself, why doesn't the video game industry want to put out nothing but narrative stories? Well, there's two parts to that. One, they have conditioned the players at this point to only want to play for 10 to 20 minutes in a game. So the best way to do that is your drop-in games. Psychologically, it's easier to get someone to come back again for a shorter experience than it is to expect those people to be for a longer experience. So there's ah. predatory gaming, number one. Number two, the complete control of what you have over customization. So think about it. Your cell phone is your first customization tool where you can block, accept, deny, whatever the hell you want to come through your little device, all your news, everything. Okay. Now put that into gaming. Now you're, okay, we don't want people making these purchases online. No big deal. Now you have to buy a subscription. So I have known this for years with people, right? And this is why I bring this up. There's different perspectives, but it, the whole name to this game of what I do is perspectives. I, when going through school, read The Hundred Lenses by Jesse Shell, Phenomenal game developer, designer. Uh, created, you know, The Sims, right? You can look up Jesse Shell. He's very known, you know, for I all over the place. Yeah. So <laughs> <I know. laughs> go look up, go look up the hundred lenses. I have all the playing cards. I have all the cards. I wrote uh, papers on it. And the reason why I was looking at it, because every lens that you look at, you're looking at, okay, this is an engagement lens. Well, there's also a monetization lens. Oh, there's a teamwork. There's a team building lens. There is a, co a competitive lens. So now, when you start looking at things, when I look at them, I'm like, mm -mm, that's not an engagement lens. That's a monetary lens, right? That, so when people start looking, they go, oh, wow, okay, that was right. I can tell you when something comes out what their dark intention is because I will look at it through these different lenses and tell you it's predatory, right, the way gaming is. Now, I'm not saying all of them are bad and all right. this, but just, right, so think about your news networks and then go think about the game networks. Why do you not have those narratives? So how does it $100 million to create a game with a narrative, right? So that's an obscene price. So you're not going to have those out all the time. Well, what about those small companies? How come those small indie companies, right? Aren't, they're not releasing their stuff to use it as a test case, right? Where, hey, 19 bucks, right? Or 20 bucks or 25 bucks. And you know, buy this game and you buy it on this network. No, no, no. We're going to give it away for free. What does that do? Hopefully. Now you control that product right? even better. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing. Okay. There's only two ways, tech, politics, or, or life. The two ways that we've gone into already absorption or disruption. So I'm either going to invest in you or include you or tell you, I believe in you which is absorption because you are going to benefit me. Or if you choose to not play by the rules that I have laid down, the only option you leave me, now listen to my words, that you leave me is to disrupt you. That is either take you down 
or smear you in a public court because with that, I have now damaged or limited the reach. And in conjunction with social media, I now can damage your brand, suppress your reach, and kill your motivation because you feel that that quicksand is in no way a way that you can continue to move forward. It happens true. all the time. True words, true words. You know, one of the things that uh, you asked about what really changed, you know, before I started CRN, it was uh, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. When that hit, and I watched the government's response, and I'm thinking, look, I get it. Sometime, you know, and I'm thinking, you know what? And then I saw, you know, the looting and the people stuck who chose not to leave. You know, it's like, well, that's on you. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, in some cases, it was. Other cases, like you said, it's incompetence. Government mm -hmm. doesn't do anything well. It never has and it never will just because of what it is. I would just say, though, between 2016 and 2020, it was actually leveling out and people should have. But here was the issue. The, the, the corrupt branches all around were terrible. We heard about Puerto Rico. We heard about Katrina. We oh, heard yeah. about aid from those that all they did was like, oh, no, no, he's lying. Six months later, you find out, no, that was the truth. No, that there's was the truth in, of the matter. in a storage, right? Like, so oh. you've seen this, man. You're older than I am, and that's not a diss, but you've no. seen that change in, in media where it was, and this is why I'm saying disrupt or absorb, right? right? Because it's happened to our media guys, and that's what that's the point I was trying to bring up is they have now, since the ones that wanted to disrupt got absorbed because they'd no longer be able to work. No, I get it. And you're right. So we're watching, so I'm watching the response there, and I'm thinking, do I really want my family to be stuck like those people for whatever reason? Don't care what the reason was. They were there. They're having the issues between food, water, that kind of thing. I said, you know what? No, I don't. And no one should have to be relying on the government for that, unless, of course, you're in such dire positions, you have you have no other choice. And I understand that sometimes you don't. So that's why I started the Contrario Network. And I said, you know what, I want to talk to preppers. You know, and I'm thinking to myself, boy, did I just corner myself into a very tiny niche? And I'm thinking, ah, oh, hell. All right, so we'll go on with it. But that's what it really started changing for me. And you know, people said, well, don't tell people you're a prepper. I said, I'm doing a podcast. For God's sake, the whole planet knows. If they all, if the planet wants to come to my house to get stuff, good luck. You know what? You know, I, what can I tell you? We're going to run out real quick. But uh, you say, when did it change? And for me, it was, I don't remember. You remember, I still remember this, Absolutely. See, we live just outside O'Hare Airport, very busy airport. You're in New York. You're just, you're just outside New York City. How many of your listeners do you remember right after 9-11, no planes anywhere? Nothing. Yep. No. I mean, it was, I mean, it's like we were used to, you know, C-4, 5, C, you know, a whole bunch of planes. All of a sudden, nothing. And then one day we heard the, all right, now with, I heard, I thought, what the, I said, no way, that can't be right. Heard this thundering coming down. 
and there were two uh, two F-16s, treetop level, I mean, right over the house. And I'm going, what the hell is going on? And then that's when they created Homeland Security. And I'm thinking, Homeland Security. The last time I ever saw that word was, I was reading a book about World War II, and the Germans were dealing with Homeland you know, defense of the homeland, defense of the fatherland. I'm thinking, yeah. is this, what the hell is going on? And you're right. Look, we will never get rid of bias in the media. They're people. Humans have biases, period. And the money question, runs a lot, right? So when you pay oh, somebody God, yes. for a story or, or right. you're giving them the perks, the lobbying, right? Like, I just want people to know up front too, even as they listen, it's like, I get it. I'm not saying I'm against some of the stuff because it plays on both sides, right? It plays to the benefits of both sides. It just depends on how dirty the water is. And it's murky, baby. It is murky as can be. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. That's when it kind of changed for me. So I started doing the prepper thing and uh, I found out there's a lot of people who are preppers and I realized, not really, it's only in my world that it seems like that. I mean, only 2%. Mm -hmm. There's like prepping, there's only like 2% two percent uh, of the population represents preppers, really. Unless you're getting COVID, in which case you think it's explosive diarrhea and we must buy all the toilet paper on the planet. I never understood that. Like, I'll make, I'll make, the, I'll make the audience laugh. I was, well, you know, it's not, it, they won't laugh at this, right? My father had passed away in March of 2020. So when, when I had started this podcast on March 17th, I bought the podcast platform. Didn't even start stuff really yet uh, because I had my book out on Borrowed Time, The Reinvention of a Lost Soul. And uh, my father was always like, hey, you need to be on the radio. You need to talk with people. Go do your own promotions. People aren't going to do this for you, Anthony. Go do your own thing. Do what makes you happy. You've got to start doing, you know, this. Okay. No problem, dad. Appreciate it. Love you. I'm going to do it. The next day after I bought it, I get the phone call that, that he had a heart attack. He dies. So now I have to go back to New York for my mother and my sisters and I'm on the plane. Right. And I'm like, I got this fucking podcast platform. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, God, you didn't have to, you have to kill my fucking dad to tell me that like, I need to do a podcast or something. Right. Like I understand signs, buddy. I'm still here. You know, after everything were good, that didn't have to happen. So I was in my own head. I'm like thinking about it. I got back. I'm in New York. Man, and I had time. I had time. And now I'm starting to see, and I, I was listening to the news. Remember, this is what really helped me, man. I was so hurt with all the stuff with my dad. And I didn't have the kids running around because they're in, you know, California. And I'm in New York. And there was a lot of quiet. You know, kind of like when you when you watch a movie and maybe they phase in and out and maybe you hear like a news broadcaster in the background. And for a second, it's kind of fuzzy, 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 but then, you know, that three sentences that they say or something, right. Comes, you know, comes into focus and then a moment of clarity. Yeah. You, you, you kind of go out. Right. And uh, that, that was happening a lot. Right. And then, and that was really happening a lot. And I was not, I knew nothing of like you, I, I, I wasn't on, that level like of things right like i had known things were going and i was digging but i was always really skeptical of people who came out and wanted to put like a superman badge on their chest right and right. tell people and that's kind of what i felt with q in the beginning right because it was like who's doing this why can't you put your name on it right like to me it was always like if you don't put your name on it 
I can take some of it, but with a grain of salt. Right. And then, so I started looking like all these different things. I wasn't paying attention. Then I started seeing people where I would make comments on like Twitter or something. Somebody's like, Oh, you follow Q. And I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Who the hell? Is I, I really like, I really, I swear on my kids. I had no idea. And this lady was like, Oh, you follow Q. And I'm like, who the hell is Q? And why would you name yourself one letter in an alphabet? I could That's think of a million. Right? I could think of a million names, right? Like like the Humdinger, right? Or or Mr. Info. Like there were so many different better things to name than Q, right? But I understand. And they were like, "You're Q," and I'm like, "I don't, I, I don't even know where to find it, right?" Like, it, so if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't even tell you I'm dead, right? right. Like I had no idea. I just would hear. Somebody say something on the news that completely contradicted what they said the other day. And the only reason why I was paying attention so intentively was because I was fucking miserable, right? Like, and I'm sitting there trying to grieve and I kept getting these snippets and I'm like, dude, you said the complete opposite thing yesterday. And that's what sparked it. It had, then I started looking into Q. I went down the rabbit holes, right? And I told everybody, I said, Going down those rabbit holes are fun because there's rest stops. Right. I get to take a break if I want to, right? I don't have to go buck nuts. I don't have to go crazy. So I took everything. I looked and read through Q posts. I read through everything. And I'm like, some of this shit's weird. Okay. <laughs> like just being honest, some of it is like weird, totally weird. Some of it, like I'm not even going to touch. And then some of it, I'm like, wait a second. It's not far off. So if if they're if they're dancing in the area, there's music playing somewhere, right? right? So wherever there's smoke, there's fire. So I would dig and I would dig and I would dig. And then the only thing that really started to piss me off was the people that I knew when they were starting to give dates and they were starting to mislead people that they had special information and they talked to you right and all like and meanwhile look guys did anybody read the stuff he said never going to make a public appearance right like if it was always going to be anonymous how the hell are you that one person right to right so when i heard that i immediately knew here comes the reciprocal flip-flop right we're going to go you're, you're going to take the people and now you're going to be able to bulk them together as crazy conspiracy theorists and right. all the names that you could give because two assholes are out there not being truthful about anything. Meanwhile, we've known for years, this is not, if you grew up in the eighties, you had vans with tinted windows that you had to stay away from guys. Yeah. This is candy. Come here. Yeah, yeah, kitties, right? I got some, I got some, I got some sandwiches, right? Like, why I say my poppy? Yeah, right. Like, you know, come here, come here. We got good music and, and candy. Come here, right? Like, so you know, we heard about this all the time, and it was like, guys, you're hearing more about it because of the exposure, but it doesn't mean it just popped up. Trafficking's been going on forever. Please, if you if you don't think trafficking's been happening all around the world for the last hundred years. Oh, you you really need generous. a significant lesson, right? Like that. That's number one. Number two. 
you think all politicians have had your best interest over the last 20, 30 years with the boom of technology we heard about? Let's let's think about it. Y2K, whatever happened there? Ah, the major six got control of the rights. Hmm. Right. So like when you start when I started and it was kind of like like a movie, man, like my brain went like a Rolodex. It was like, right. And it was like, oh, we're back here. I'm in 2000. We were all supposed to die. We never did. Okay. That's right. All of a sudden, 2001, a bunch of people died, but it was isolated. Okay. We're America. We can't figure this stuff out. DIA scrambling, FBI scrambling. And we can't find some Muslim dude who might live in a mountain. And we are the United States, but we can go to the moon, Mars, and give you every astrological explanation possible and religious explanation possible yet we cannot find essentially a muslim farmer in a mountain but we can pull mercury from the ocean right it, guys like can we just use common sense right like this was the whole point of like we're not getting a full story right so and if you hadn't noticed whenever you say something and now the public uses it that they don't like. You're a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy right. theorist. And you don't deserve to breathe because you don't follow that. But I bring this up. It's not that. Here's what's really happening for, for you, for the fans, for everybody. Imagine. And I said this in another podcast. But this is what hits home. Imagine, John, you are living in your state right now it's a poor neighborhood I'm not saying it is i'm using this as an example it doesn't even have to be a poor neighborhood it's just a neighborhood that you have had the same type of representation for the last 20 years it hasn't benefited you your right. family your kids your friends <laughs> and so for the last couple years you really making that movement to change that leadership so there's better leadership but it never changes. And you do your own digging and you talk to your own people and you look at it. And I'm only using this as a scalable, uh, you know, uh, measurement right. for people saying, this is just in the town you live in. Now you find out your one vote never equaled one vote. You find out that those votes were never calculated properly. Now let's not even talk about elections. Now you find out that person's being paid for the same things that they didn't support you on, but supported the other because that financial gain. Okay, Anthony, stop it. We understand this. No, no, no. Okay, this is the way the world works. We totally get that. We have to work in between the lines. My question is, what lines do you actually have to work in? Because now you're trying to make that change. Are you going to come out and tell people, I was wrong? I was wrong. No, you're so pissed off and you actually want to probably kill that person or you want to hurt that person because now for the last 20 years, they damaged your neighborhood, your family, your friends, and your quality of life. And how did they do it? By lying to you. They've controlled your future. And how They've pissed off are you going to be? You are and everything you, will, you would have been or will be. Yeah. And now... You're looking at your kids and your grandkids growing up saying, I tried to make that change and it was useless. What do you think 
that outlook is going to be from those kids and those grandkids. It's not right. going to be a positive one. It will not. Right? It will not. I agree why with you. we are. I, I don't I don't disagree with you. You know, that's one. I'm sure you get hate mail. No, actually, I don't. Actually, oh, you will after this, I promise. No, no, I probably will. But here's here's what I'll do. Ready? I'll I'll tell the people who want to give hate mail. I'll give my little disclosure. Right. It's not me you have to worry about. It's my fans. Because somebody already tried to do that. So let me give right. you this. And it's a prominent person who's got a pretty big following. And one of their fans tried to come in and say that I stole their information. Now, I did not steal their information because how did I find their information if I never went to their information? That's number one. So that's the hole in their story. Number two, I got my information from the sources that I do. And if you ever listen to my show, they always check out. So I'm not worried about that. Three, don't, my man, my fans will eat you alive if you try to troll because it, unless you're, unless you're bringing up a factual point, I just advise you not to do it. And then you will have to deal with something like this, where I told that person live on broadcast that they sounded like two metal dildos scratching down a chalkboard. That's what they sounded like. It was irrelevant. And I don't care. Your best job was to try and threaten me because I got information that you thought was yours. It obviously wasn't. And, I would have given and would give you the credit if that was something that you were doing if you didn't try to take the bully role. I don't like bullies. No one does. So there's reasons why people come to my show, and I'll show you. <laughs> so, one of my fans made this amazing uh, thing that I, that I can't thank them enough. And uh, we'll see if my screen doesn't completely rip it apart. Uh, it, it's oh, let me take my my thing off real quick. Oh, I'll fix this for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show you. Uh, show me. I'm gonna show you because this is. Let's see. Here we go. There you go. Oh. Oh, look I, at you, Anthony's man cave. I love it, dude. <laughs> this is this is. The, the, the type of fans that, that I have where they've sent me, I mean, look, well, there, there's people who make, you know, things all the time. Like I get gifts all the time. I get, I get nice messages. I get, I had somebody I had, this is what I'm telling you, the, the, you know, whether it's voice or not, or people just like the way I conduct myself. I don't care. I had somebody message me and say, Anthony. Uh, I ran out of minutes on my phone plan and they re up in, you know, like a day or two. So I'll, I just didn't want you to think I wasn't listening to your show. I'm like, how the hell would I know you ran out of minutes, right? Like that, because I asked for their participation. I asked for them to join, you know, the same way that you do. It's why, you know, maybe if people are listening to it on CRN, you yeah. know, maybe because they're actually hearing information, you know, that checks out. And I, I want to be careful. Like, there are things that I don't report that I already know. I right. have, if I showed you my messenger, and I'm only doing this not to show the people's uh, information, but 
my messenger's full. I have ones I haven't even touched yet. Why? <laughs> because people are going, hey, have you gotten, you know, have you seen this? So I respond, and I respond to all of them. Yes, I seen that. Thank you very much. I just can't, I can't say it because I don't have an official confirmation through my checkpoint process, right? I waited, just to let you know, I waited on some of that Wuhan lab information that's coming out now. Oh. But look, look at my personal profile, okay? Before the Fauci information, go to my personal profile or go to the independent mouth. Two, three days before the information with Fauci came out, there is a post for me that said, Fauci's going down. Either, either he's going to be fired or he will remove himself. The next 48 hours, every newspaper out there started posting the Fauci issues and what they found and what right. they're looking into. So how did I get the information? Guys, it's common sense. I take the information. I verify it. I talk with other people. And then I actually look. And I'm not going to say don't use Q or other things. I'm just going to tell you it's not the things I use. It's not. Like, I want people to understand. Like, I'm not going on Q posts and going, tie this to this and then tie this to this and then tie this to this. Oh, You'll it be is, going crazy. No, right? It is one aspect of things I look at. And for every Q thing that I look at, I look at the left-leaning media aspect of it and read the articles, uh, not the headlines. Because let me give you a tip. You know this, and I'm sorry. I know I talk a lot. I apologize. But here's the deal. When you read an article and you get to the final sentence or paragraph, and in there is always a slick line in some sort of word salad that says this has not fully been verified and we're still working on something, blah, 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 blah. Let me explain to you. They have professional creative writers that come in and essentially that paragraph is telling you it isn't verified. This is an opinion, but because we're a big news network, you're probably going to believe it. Okay. Absolutely correct. And the same Absolutely thing with Q correct. and the same thing with Q. I'm sorry. Not everything has come together. Okay. Not everything is a conspiracy theory. It Correctly. just isn't. Sometimes a storm cloud is just a storm cloud. It's yeah. not a tornado. It's not a hurricane. It's just a cloud. Sometimes a cloud is just a cloud. Yep. You know, and you're absolutely correct. They always, what drove me crazy is that just, I don't, I don't know how to even explain it. It's just so much of, well, we've got an anonymous source. As soon as I see anonymous source, your credibility is done with me because it's all BS and they know it. Well, they I gotta, know what to put it out there. I would only put a little pushback on some of that of saying, I'm not saying that I want to say anonymous source, right? Because they'll never put anything to it. Right. I put myself on it. Right. Because so the reason why I say that is there are things that I wouldn't push people. Maybe I find the information and I, I verify between three accounts I hear you. and I say, Here's the information, but I'm not saying, oh, I'm breaking the news, right? I never oh, sit right. there and tell people like, 
okay, I know Hillary Clinton ate babies, right? And I have this information. And I, because I hear like, I hear all this stuff, right? About all these people, like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm not there, right? So, like, right. when somebody says it, I just go, you know, maybe she's dead, right? Who knows? I, maybe this is the fifth version of Hillary. I, honestly, I really don't care, right? Like, I really don't care. The, when I see people saying this, what I've always said from the beginning, people go, Trump's, you know, like the next coming of Jesus or, you know, whatever else. And I, I want people to understand when I say this. I'm not knocking you if you believe in Q. I'm not knocking you if you don't believe in Q. I'm not knocking you if you believe in MSNBC or you don't believe in MSNBC. I'm not knocking you. I'm validating you. What I'm saying is I take your information. I cross-reference it against the other information. And I look at all information. Let me be clear. All information. Because what has Trump done? The major thing. Do I believe that Trump's coming back? Yes. Is that in June, July, or is that 2022 or 2024? How the fuck am I going to know? Well, I'm not in that K-Ball? circle. Okay? No, I'm not magic in that K-Ball? circle. Where is it? No. Second of all. Right? Second of all. I'm not knocking you what i'm explaining to you is i go down the middle so you could make your own interpretations and the only way to fix broken media is to put it down the middle and allow people to go where it is or where they want to go and then you filter that's why you have different states that's why you have different counties that's why you have different parties okay let me drop the bomb on everybody right now What did Trump do? Trump exposed everybody. That was his job, period. Period. You now saw the people that you thought you trusted were liars. You now saw the people that you never trusted. Now there's more to prove that you shouldn't trust them. So what did he do? He validated your concern. What else did he do? He also validated the concern on what you saw with people. What else did he do? He broke the media. Oh, yeah. You can't say that the last four years aren't a complete difference from these four years, whether, first of all, Biden's a potato also. Like, oh. that guy, he's a walking potato. And Camel Toe Harris, I, I could care less about. I, it, it is not even a joke. But what I'll say here is, if you guys really think that you're, you're living your own life right now. You're you not, dude. You are involved in the movie, you know, that people talk about. Because until we start getting people going straight down the middle, you're always going to have the curtains on the side. It's kind of like walking into an old school uh, video store where right. you know, horns in the back, right? right? And you don't get access unless they know you. And that's what we're doing with. They got this whole crew in the back of these little places of media in the tops of media bezos they just bought something like if 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 people aren't understanding that all of these people are in bed together you can't trust what you're seeing on tv you can't trust what you're reading out there like as your main source right there's six people who own everything john what do you where do you, do you watch the news do you watch regular tv Yes. Do I watch the news? I don't anymore. I stopped. Yeah. Okay. I take that back. That's not true. I watch the weather. Do you like the Gutfeld show? Do I watch what? 
Gutfeld? Nope. I called this months ago with Gutfeld, and I said, here's the here's what's going to happen because he was rising in ranks right because people liked kind of that funny right right but check this out 65 percent of daily viewers have been lost by major radio state of uh, major television stations and oh, that includes uh nbc that uh, msnbc that includes cnn that includes fox the daytime viewing that was there during trump has plummeted 65%. That's huge. Oh, oh, that's huge. But hold on. Wait, but yeah, you said that's huge, but any other conglomerate would no longer exist. Just, you beat me to it. All right. Right? You so so there it. you go, right? Like this is the part that people don't even think about and we're talking about it. Does that not sink in for people that if if this was your business? Right. If you were a bakery in the middle of five other bakeries in your town and you lost 65% of your business, you would no longer exist. So why are people not asking the question, how do they exist? There's only so many advertising dollars to go around. There is. It's just, and like you said, you got a handful of people that control all the media. I mean, I, I forgot the number was, but you know, here uh, they just sold the Chicago Tribune to some guy that already owns massive numbers of newspapers. Well, I, I, first of all, I would never invest in a newspaper because I don't, you know, I, I don't think that that's a good business move, anyways. No, everything's digital. So if you but here's exactly. the thing: it's, it comes down to credibility, right? Like the newspaper itself, oh. you know, will will go away, but. Um, Dude, like credible people, that's that's the crux. I'm I'm telling it's coming, guys. And I and I think you're right. Uh Durham's report is supposed to be coming out real soon. And I think a lot of people are gonna be very disappointed on what Durham says. Durham's not stupid. I'm sure his report's gonna be tailored to do whatever the establishment wants it to say. I think, I think what, what, and this is why I'm saying is I think some people who used reputable sources that were leaking information, ruined it for their own personal gain yep. and added unfeathered uh, expectations to, to things that they shouldn't have done. Now, I do think there are going to be bombshells in the Durham report, but here's what I try to have people, people understand. Yes, there are going to be bombshells in that report from what I've heard, from what I've seen, from what I'm, you know, involved in at the moment. But are you going to hear about that? The answer is no. And why? You know know what? You know what? They're not even... How many people have you seen on the internet say, well, this is in the Durham report and this and people are going to go to prison. Bullshit. It is not going to happen. and it, It's not. Nothing is going to happen with this report. It's going to be buried. No, I, I know. So here's my only thing. I agree with you publicly. It's going to be buried. But 
there are things that are in there that are going to change procedural things. Hmm. Meaning, there are going to be more checks and balances that come out of it because now it's been exposed. Well, it's been exposed. I agree. So with your CIA and your FBI, by the way, I spoke with a special operations person from the military who um, it in one of my previous episodes, do you know what the CIA stands for, for people who are in special deployments and uh, in the military of Navy SEAL status, Green Beret? I mean, we're talking you no, know, the real, real badasses. Clowns in action. <laughs> okay. They they literally called them clowns in action. That is their description of the acronym because they said it's a joke. It's politically run. It's used. Mockingbird for the media. Like we all know that. We've all known right. what's what's out there, what's been happening. Social media places. If you think like Zuckerberg is just standing there and he never talks to the US government, you're an idiot. If you think Jack Dorsey <laughs> does that, you're an idiot. If you think that they didn't suppress people and give Dorsey or Zuckerberg the okay so that certain information wouldn't circle as much as it needs to because we're, we're not talking about specific numbers. They talk about percentage. And if you crest right. over, you know, 30 to 47 percent, you're now you're now you're dangering your actual total workload and balance for the, the active daily users. Right. So that's really what they're looking at. So those are the numbers for people. If you're trying to get super techie on it. That's the way that they're going there. That's why Project Veritas is doing the drip and the drip. You're telling me Project Veritas hasn't had a lot of these videos or information for a while. They have. They've had it. Yes. But when I say the Durham report, I'm just going to say exposure because you're not going to see them like, you know, Tuesday, hey, the Durham report got released. And then Thursday, it's like four people have been massive arrested, like blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, man, like if, if you believe people like Simon Parks, or things like that. I'm sorry. I, you know, I don't even want to throw his name out there to give him attention. But right. those were the same people that were like, mm, big things coming. Like, here's the deal. We know a lot of things are tied across the United States and the world. We know that, right? We know that. But you can't prove it because you're not there, right? And I do think there's some really weird stuff. If you really look right, like over the last 18 months has been the most resignations ever of people in prominent positions there. I mean, when I tell you, uh, if you go look at the numbers, they are 300 plus percent above what they are for the last 15 years. So, when I tell you the Durham report will do things, it's procedurally. Do you think it, they're, no, they're going to tell you, hey, cut the shit, <laughs> goodbye, walk away. And I ask you this S serious question Why does Bezos leave Amazon? Great question. I, you know, I haven't even pondered on it. Just, it's not the divorce. Just no, ask yourself the question why, when he owns WAPO? I was going to say he he yeah he owns Wapo, but that but that means he has political influence there. Okay, lots of it. So, isn't it insider trading and embezzling if he's still CEO? Uh, it All he's be. doing is duplicating what Gates did. 
Gates got out of Microsoft and went to the board. Bezos got out of Amazon and went to the board. He still owns the controlling shares, if people sure know how that works. Oh, he's never... Oh. If you were Bezos, would you give up any controlling shares of Amazon? Not a chance on the But planet. understand my point. The only reason why he was doing it, and, and it was a twofold, because he also wanted to use the scapegoat of the new CEO for them putting the clamp on Parler. Right. Okay. I was never a big fan of Parler. Parler sucks. I'm not even going to lie. It, 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 it's it was terrible. Like it was very wonky. It didn't always work right. It was kind of like, a, 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 I don't know, kind of like Twitter. It's like- It was a ghetto Twitter, really like man, Twitter. if you if you really oh, put it. It was, it was, it was uh, and here's the other thing, ready? What a lot of people don't know. If you're still on Parler, they're using the same techniques that Twitter and Facebook use right now. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not. I love Facebook. Back, back in September, I love Facebook because I'm done. I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. I still use it. You know why? Why? Man, I have come up this way. I'm not mad at the social media networks. I'm not mad at the network. The owner or creator might be a scumbag. Right. But the network, here's, here's what I think people need to understand. If you haven't been part of the belief system, that they've been tracking your information since day one because the oh, person have. who controls the data controls the power. I'm sorry, but you, you, you need to maybe go take a vacation, come back, and say my head is clear because that has been going on forever. So what kind of interests me is that all of a sudden in 2018 or 2019, people are saying, Facebook stealing my info. Bro, they've been doing that for 10 years. Oh, yeah. What did Trump do? Exposed him. Yeah. There you go. That was the whole point. Like, do you think someone just rides in in a fucking unicorn with a wand and says, okay, everything's fixed? It, like, yes. people actually have to work at this shit if you no. want a government. No, no. It's, it's a magic. It's the magic wand. Don't, don't, where do you get your information, sir? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like people don't realize, right? Like, like we said before, you don't like your school district. Right. Then you speak up. So there is, oh, oh man, this is, this is going to blow your mind. So uh, we got this, this place, Rancho uh, Community Church uh, down here, uh, Christian Church. And uh, we used to go there. We had friends that go there. I'm not a big fan of the, the main pastor of the church, only because when I was looking for a job, I had lost my job. And, you know, at a, at a point a couple years ago, I, you know, oh, anything you need, right? Like the, he wanted to invite me for golf so he could pick my brain because he knew I had a game design degree, right? And then all of a sudden when I said to him, I'm like, hey, you know, we're falling on some, on some tough times, need a job, right? I still don't have a job. Right. Still like through all of it. Right. I just did good with saving money and doing all this stuff. But yeah. the, the, the issue that came in was because my, I got tons of background in people just think I'm going to cost too much money. That's what? what it always comes down. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I would go into stuff to like, wait, you're going to take a, you know, $70,000 a year job. And oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, you're I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want to, you know, I want to come I want to go work for you here. Um, but I asked him and I sent him a text message. Hey, do you have, you know, any, anything I could do around there to help or, or anything else? And 
he never responded to the text message. And I was like, you fake son of a bitch. I, you know, people would listen to you on Sundays and oh this or oh that. And that right there was also a flip in the switch where I was sitting there going, man, this shit's happened locally. Pastors, I never experienced that, right? I grew up in Catholic schools. I went to parochial oh. high school. And a lot of it was obviously because of hockey. But man, like, I never once had a pastor, priest, a Christian brother ever tell me like, hey, if you call me, I'm going to give you some information. And then I called them. And guess what? They gave me the damn information. This dude was looking at fucking, you know, monetization numbers. Right. Okay. And that's what he was trying to pick my brain on of how he can increase the monetization numbers. And when he was done, he was done. Well, never went back to the church. Don't care. We have friends that obviously were friends with him. So my friend sends me a, a message and this is great, right? Because this other friend, uh, likes to play both sides of the fence and I've caught him on it. <laughs> right. You know, when, 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 when he feels the mob is going to be mad, right? He curtails yeah. certain things. When he feels he's going to get a round of applause from those who he truly seeks validation, uh, he's going to put it out there, right? So we got yes. a little bit of a prima donna that comes through. Yes, he sends yes, me yes. a message, and the message is that one of the one of the teachers saying, "Oh, we had to offer. Now we're going to offer critical race theory." And I said to him, and I said, "In a." In a in a Christian school. And he's like, well, what does this mean? I said, it means one of two things. One, he's worried about funding. Right. Two, he's worried about whatever other deal that includes funding. Right. And he's like, I don't know what that means. I said, okay, well, it's a private school, right? Yeah. yeah. They, they can still request aid from the state. They can they still can. request things. The, right. That's what he wants. And if they include that program that got dangled by, you know, the, the board of, of teachers in California, right? You see what I'm saying? No, oh, no, no. Follow the money, right? And that right there, once I saw that, it opened up the doors to what people think about the Pope. It opens the doors to what people think about religion. Look, man, if you're looking at Israel and you don't realize that Israel and Palestine have been fighting forever and the Muslims essentially want to eat all of the Jews, okay? Yes. Like, if you haven't learned that, you've got some problems. You haven't been paying attention. What have you been doing in your life? a couple thousand years. I can't even tell you what the hell they're fighting about anymore. They don't know either. No, but you know what's funny? Here's, here's a really funny point. We do the same damn thing. But we're the United States. I, well, well, John, John, John. Also, John, think about this. Think about this. From the dawn of time, I'm going to ask you this question. And What's the viewers that? will love this, but this is going to probably make your brain explode just a little bit. If no. you answer this correctly. All right. If you answer this correctly, you're going to make my brain explode. But I'm actually right. expecting you to, to answer this because I think highly of you. What is the one way we have learned since the dawn of time? What is the one thing we have learned since the dawn of The time? one way. The one oh, way. Because we oh, could learn us. a trade. You could learn a trade. You learn the trade. What's the one way we have learned? 
since the beginning of man. Force works. <laughs> it does. Money oh, that, okay, that's that's one method, but the way that we have learned is storytelling. Oh, we do it in games. Love storytelling, but that's how we, we learn love stories. So, so hieroglyphics, right? Writing oh, on yeah. the sides of walls, caves, mountains, pyramids. That's not oh. storytelling because it is. It's right? stories. We love okay. stories as humans. We love stories. We do. Okay, so. If we're learning through storytelling, if people want to attribute that to now, yeah, isn't the news storytellers? Oh, so it's it's the narrative. Hello, so. story time narrative. It's the same thing. Okay, how do you control a population? Is you control the narrative. Now, go to the other side of that. From the dawn of time, humans have been divide and conquer which is a normal, natural, primitive response to acquire and grow your common goal, which is your culture, right. ideology, right? Put them in the buckets. We, we make this a big circle. Well, when you move on to new places, people don't just go handshake, handshake, you take half. No. So you have to understand how many things have been intertwined and wrapped in this storytelling brigade over the years of how it's gotten done, right? So you have people coming out saying XYZ about the Holocaust or XYZ about World War One or XYZ about World War Two or Desert Storm or 9-11 or JFK, right? And you have all this stuff. And I've said this from the beginning. The people usually who scream and yell that something's false or you are crazy, usually have the wrong story. Correct. Correct. You know, or people who ask out there and they assassinate your character. Easiest thing. I had somebody come up to me and go, are you on drugs? <laughs> right? because, because I was talking with somebody and it was during a live uh, thing. And I was like, do I look like I'm on drugs? Like, I'm pretty open right here. I'm looking right at you. Like, <laughs> Um, and they would say that. And I'm like, man, you failed at life. Like, because the first response you're saying is, oh, you're on drugs. No, no, no. Why, why don't you ask the question? The problem is you don't want to hear the response because I'm not dealing with any notes. You want to see my notes? Where are my notes? Where are my notes? I have no notes. I, I, I write go down doing notes, but I don't use them. This is what pisses people off for my shows. I don't, uh, I don't take a ton of notes out. I read the information and then I give it to people as if I was talking to my kids. You know, the whole mask thing, this is what drives me bananas lately. Remember when we first came out, oh, we got to, you know, pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. People started wearing masks. Fauci says, no, don't wear a mask. It's not going to do you any good. That clip has disappeared. I remember watching him. Then a week later, it's, we all have to wear masks. Forever. Where to? Duct tape the whole box to your face. It'll make you safe. Duct so, tape a dildo to my forehead. It'll do the same thing. Here's the, here's, here's the deal. This is what I've said to people from the beginning. I have a mechanical heart crazy. valve. I will never get the vaccine. I have a mechanical heart valve. I, if, you know, if I was to quote unquote, get COVID, 
it wouldn't be good for me, right? Because I'm on blood thinners as well. So who oh. the hell knows, you know, what would happen, right? So I said this, I said, if you don't have an N95 mask, you might as well walk out with no mask because if you understand viral, uh, you know, how a virus works. Virology, yes. Virology, right? If you understand how a virus actually works, those masks do nothing. Also, Useless. I said, well, hold on. I said this from the beginning. We went from 27 feet to, to nine feet to six feet. Now we're at three feet. Now, remember, it's it used to any any surface you touch. Well, now it can't be transmitted through transmitted through surface. Now, I said this months ago. Hey, they're gonna change the testing cycles. Then they changed the testing cycles. And do you know what happened? Texas showed no cases. Other states uh -oh. showed no cases. Uh -oh. It was pretty amazing. We're just going to pick May and June. The virus has disappeared. And there is no flu. So there's no Thank flu. You. But here's the other thing. This is what people I try and tell people and they've listened. But here's the other thing. My father died of a massive heart attack in the garage. They tried to call it COVID. So when people come after me and they say, you're being insensitive and you don't want to do this. No, no, no. Let me be really clear. You've pissed me off because there's one thing I can't stand. And that's a fucking liar. And when you lie to me and you lie to my family and you now lie about something that took place. And I know damn well that the state of Connecticut, because I know first responders there. We're telling people that if they had a heart attack at their house, write COVID and leave them. That came from emergency services in the state of, of Connecticut and the state of New York. Test me, because I will blow that up out of the water. And I choose not to for those people and their families. They said if a person has a heart attack and they are 10 minutes away from a, from a hospital or they can't get clearance to leave them. Don't ever come at me and tell me that I don't have the sources, dude, because my sources are not based off a of telegram and my sources are not based off of Facebook ads or things that people put out there. You know, yeah, first of all, they're all, every, you know, people jumping off buildings. Oh, it's COVID because they're getting every time there's a COVID death or it's related to COVID, the hospitals got money from the federal government. I was in New York, John. Oh, I, the I don't hospitals know how your were not packed. Survived. I don't know how they survived that. It's a mess there. California is under Newsom. He needs that jack off needs to go too. So you didn't hear? Uh, if you didn't hear, the Netflix CEO. Come on, gave I hear three million dollars to support Newsom in fighting the recall campaign. I did hear that. that so was... if ask yourself the one question, why is Netflix doing well, that? Because if people are on lockdown, they got to watch TV. They got to do something. Might as well watch Netflix. If, if that doesn't click for people, right? This is my point. People go, he's just donating, right? So hold on. Zuckerberg. No. <laughs> Zuckerberg. What people missed in what came out with Project Veritas. This is extremely important. They stopped uh, uh, GOP candidates from donations on Facebook. But 
the Facebook political committee just made donations to Democrats. So you stop one side, right? And your own internal committee donates to the other side. Guys, you can't make that up. That that's it. I think it's a plan to make it so grandiose, so unbelievable, right? That people go, it can't be possible. It's so preposterous. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, do we want do we want to continue this on another time? Shall we? Yeah, shall we do another one? Yeah, let's go for another one. I think what we should do is we should absolutely do another one because I'm going to go actually and pick up uh, my son from school, try and enjoy a little bit of the weekend, but I am going to put this out. Okay. Um, but I would love to do it with you, man, whether whether let's you want to, whenever you want, we can get topics, we can include it, we can incorporate it, we can get it rocking and rolling, bring some fun yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, and let's shoot for next week and we'll pop another one off and Sure. Have some fun, especially since we got Memorial Day weekend. There'll be a lot of digging going on. Oh, yeah. Well, I listen to you. <laughs> You're sad, sick man. <laughs> well, listen, You're in man, dire I, need of counseling, sir. I, I Well, I'm way past that. There's, there's <laughs> you're way past that. I got two kids and I'm married, man. That's it. I'm way past the counseling. Um, I think we'll have a lot of fun. But, you know, for, for all the people who listen in here, um, this was just a discussion to kind of get your, your wheels turning. Get you right. to to understand the different viewpoints of what's out there and, and digging is essentially uh, it becomes kind of a method of what you do. And when people ask, uh, I can, will be willing to go through it or I, I will of saying how I kind of got to certain points because I had to do that for my background. Well, you, know? you, you got to. So I wanted to get there, but I know I want you to have a great weekend, dude. And, and thank you for coming on. Did you have a good time? I love it. I love it when I get to talk to other hosts and stuff. I love this. Just so because we got to definitely, we got to definitely get another one going, and oh, we uh, will. and we will. So hey, I want you know if I told all my listeners, I said, give the independent mouth a chance. I know a lot of you are hooked in your habits. Do me a favor. It's okay to listen to Anthony. Listen to the show. You're going to like what he has to say. And if you don't, that's okay too. That doesn't mean he's a bad person. No, but there's an unsubscribe least, button. There's a like button. Listen to him. Yeah. So I've been so yeah. And like I said, uh, before we got on the episode with Bob Levy. Oh my God. Well, that one will be another the second one that we just yeah. did the other day. Uh, I'm gonna drop over the weekend. So you're gonna have enough listening material to uh to make you smile for uh for the weekend. So all right. Um, all right, man. Listen, thank you for coming by, guys. This has been John Jeffers. He is the creator of uh, CRN. Uh, you guys got to check it out. The Independent Mouth is, is uh, streaming on there. Yes, but go and is. listen to all the, all the hosts, man. Go and listen to everything that they have to offer. We're blessed to be part of it. Once again, guys, for all the fans, get there and support. And once again, I am your host, Anthony, and you've been listening. Thanks, Anthony. Independent Mouth. Thank you, man. <laughs>